Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Waiting Room, the show that challenges you to thrive and not just survive in every area of your life. This is your host, Rue, and in this podcast, I'll be talking about the lessons we learn from waiting in every season of life because it's all about waiting well. And in this episode, I'll be talking about why financial health is so important. that money is not the solution to every problem that life throws at us. And there are many things that you cannot buy with money. You cannot buy happiness for the most part. Now, some might argue uh, with that one, but true, genuine happiness and just joy in life cannot be bought with money. Love, you cannot buy money with love. You cannot buy time You cannot purchase extra minutes and hours and days um, in life. You cannot buy purpose with money or health to an extent. Of course, you can pay for medical treatment, medications, and all of that. But sometimes your money can only take you so far. Your money cannot buy true, genuine friendship. Money cannot buy confidence, trust, respect, just to name a few things. So how much money we have or how little of it does affect our overall well-being, though. A great deal of our stress and anxiety comes from not having enough money and trying to figure out how to get more money to make ends meet or just to survive. So even though it's not the source of life or it's not the most important thing in life, it does play a significant part. And it's very important that we put money in the right place in our lives as far as priorities are concerned because it could easily consume us. So I have some facts about money and how it affects our overall well-being. So research has shown that the less money people have, the more likely they're going to suffer from certain diseases like type 2 diabetes, uh, high blood pressure, heart disease, and lower income households tend to have the highest rates of obesity and hypertension. So people, also people with higher incomes live in areas with healthier resources available like good grocery stores, safe housing, opportunities to exercise, clean air, better schools, and that also plays a part on their health. And people in lower income areas have less money to spend taking care of themselves, whether paying for doctor visits, medicines, healthy foods. And that's just one area that show that how much money you make or how little money you make can affect your health. So it's really not about how much money you make. It's more about how much you spend. You could make 150000 a year, but if your lifestyle causes you to spend 170000 you're going to be in the red somewhere, and that's not healthy. And over time, just the stress of being in debt and living a lifestyle you can't afford can take a toll on your health. All right, and then... You could make a hundred thousand a year, but if you're if saving your money and if you're budgeting and if you're planning your expenses, then you are going to be living below your means. And then on the flip side, if you, you could make a hundred thousand dollars a year, but if you're living below your means and you're budgeting and you're saving, you won't be as stressed 
about being in debt and not being able to afford uh, things in life. As I mentioned in the beginning, even though money is not the source of happiness and just a good quality of life, it does play a part in our well-being and it can affect us mentally, it can affect us emotionally, physically, and spiritually. So mentally, studies have shown that people with lower income have increased risk of mental health disorders, anxiety, stress, depression, and substance abuse. So if, especially if it's a generational thing and it's been passed on from one generation to the other, that can affect your mental health. And then uh, secondly, money can affect us emotionally. So some of the emotions that are typically associated with money are fear, guilt, shame, and envy fear of not having enough because I don't think anybody ever fears that they have too much money unless they you know got in some kind of shady way and they're afraid somebody's gonna come after them but you know the fear of not having enough or the guilt of spending money that they don't have or they could have spent on other important things or just a shame of not living where they not being where they thought they would be not earning what they thought they would be earning or driving the car or living the house that they thought they would be or envy wanting what other people have having too much or not enough money can affect us and then money affects us physically the less money people have the more likely they're going to suffer from certain diseases like i mentioned earlier and uh, because they can't afford healthier foods or medications or um, access to gyms or just resources that can help them stay healthier. And most importantly, money affects us spiritually. So money doesn't solve the deeper issues in life. It doesn't take away guilt. It doesn't take away anger or depression or lust and all those other things. So uh, a lot of times people look to money to try to solve the deeper issues in their lives and then they might get all the money in the world that they want and they're still not happy just because you have a lot of money doesn't mean that all your problems are solved okay because if you're not right with your creator if you're not um if you haven't surrendered your life to god and he's the most important thing in your life and you're putting money in his place you're gonna come up short Okay, so how can you improve your financial health? Number one, budget. Tell your money where to go. No matter how much you're making, no matter where you live, no matter what your socioeconomic status is, you can still budget. You're basically calculating how much is going out versus how much is coming in. And you can start from there and work your way up. Okay. Also, another thing you can spend less than you earn. I think that's where a lot of the stress comes. People are living way above their means. Downsizing is okay. It's okay to move into a smaller house or an apartment or to uh, downsize your car or cancel subscriptions or whatever it is, eat out less, cook more at home. So that way at the end of the month or at the end of the week, you have more money left over than you spent. Okay. Uh, third way you can improve your financial health is pay your bills on time. Pay your debts on time. Okay. So of course you need your utilities, your mortgage, rent, all of that. 
but you know student loan debts credit card debts a lot of times people try to sweep those under the rug because it they get overwhelmed and it's just easier to ignore it and pretend like it's not there but over time that you know you get interest and that adds up and then just the stress you have people collection agents calling you and you know you have the chance of losing property because of not paying your bills or your debts on time so don't ignore them because that doesn't fix anything stop avoiding the issue and just start chipping away a little bit at a time Um, another way to improve your financial health is to start saving a lot of people have this mentality that oh if i made more i could save money you can start with where you are whether it's five dollars a week ten dollars a week a hundred dollars a week and work your way up it's about building that discipline if you can just become disciplined with putting money aside that you're not going to touch you're not going to use uh, for until a specific reason then that will help you become uh, financially stable over time the last tip i have for improving your financial health is giving and donations so not only is tithing spiritual so from a christian worldview we understand that tithing is very important the tithe belongs to the lord so we're just giving back what belongs to him but giving is also important as well so tithing is spiritual and even if you're not a christian you're still tithing you're tithing to somebody whether it is to budweiser to marlboro to whoever it is whatever habit or hobby it is that's consuming your money It's going somewhere. Uh, But studies have shown that people who make donations on a regular basis tend to be financially healthier than people who don't. And it's really not about how much you make either. Um, So, you know, think about the biggest philanthropists you've heard about or you know about. They didn't always... Now, some of them were born into money, but a lot of them were not and had to work their way up. They had to build disciplines. But there is a truth. You know, the Bible says it is better to give than to receive. And that uh, that is so true in almost every area of life, but especially our finances and just being generous and giving to people, meeting the need. Because when you are a giver, when you're generous, that puts you in a position to also be blessed as well. So those are just some tips to help improve your financial health. I'm sure you could add more, but um, a lot of times it and it can be so overwhelming if you are not in a healthy financial situation and it's easy to make excuses or uh, blame or uh, play the victim and say, well, I only make so much or the neighborhood I live in or I didn't go to college so I can only get these kind of jobs. But regardless of where, wherever you are in life, whatever station, whatever job you have, you can still be financially disciplined. You can re- take responsibility of your actions and take responsibility of your finances and know where your money's going, tell it where to go instead of wondering where it went at the end of the month. So a verse that stood out to me while I was working on this episode is from the book of Luke. It says, from everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded. From anyone who's been entrusted with much, much more will be asked. So a lot of times, to me, uh, this verse is something that I had to learn over time because, you know, for a while you just think, uh, well, I'm a college student, I don't have much, or I'm in this season of life, I don't have much. And if you always have that mentality, like the victim, like, oh, woe is me, I can't do what I want to do because I don't have much, you're going to keep going around in circles. But if you just 
you know, challenge yourself and say, you know what, I can do better. I can improve. I can, you know, spend less. Yeah, I'm not making any more, but I can spend less. That way I can have more money left over to give or to be a blessing or to save or to do all these things. And then over time, you know, you find yourself doors opening and opportunities, more opportunities being available. So I can personally attest to how being financially unhealthy affects other areas of your life. And I noticed when I started becoming disciplined in uh, my physical health, my financial health also improved. Now, I can't remember there was a season where I was just going through a lot of like personal growth. So I can't remember if it was a financial discipline that came first before the physical discipline. But um, years ago, so over a decade ago, you know, I, I just kind of got tired of where I was financially. And I started to want to learn more about becoming better with my finances and help uh, get out of debt and things like that. So I became financially disciplined. But then around that same time as well, I was taking us are starting to be aware of just like my physical health and knowing that it wasn't where it's supposed to be. So I started my physical fitness journey, so to speak. So those two things kind of happened at the same time. But I did notice that becoming disciplined in one area helped other areas as well. So discipline is transferable. It's about, you know, it's about the principle of the matter. Once you master that principle, you can use it in every area of life. And so I think the most important thing is just assessing where you are right now and where you want to go and then creating a plan to help you get there. And you're not always going to be spot on. It's not, you're not going to meet every step along the way, but if you're faced in the right direction or if you're facing a general direction, you are more likely to hit your goal than if you're just not even aimed anywhere. You know, I know we have different listeners, different seasons of life and different things going on and where you want to be, where you are now, where you want to be. But don't get so overwhelmed that you don't do anything about it. You can take baby steps to become financially healthier. Moving on to the book recommendation segment. This episode, I recommend Get Good With Money by Tiffany Alice. I recommended it, uh, I think, episode seven or early, one of my earlier episodes. It's a good book, just good fundamentals on becoming financially disciplined. So there is a link in the description below. You can get it from Thrift books. You can also get it audio as well. But, you know, I definitely encourage you or find any good financial book to help you get started and then just grow from there. I had to do a lot of reading and had to uh, apply myself um, just to learn to be financially disciplined. And I'd read different articles online, books and uh, different sources of information, conversations with people. So it was something that uh, yeah, you can't just be passive about changing. You have to put in the effort and you will reap the results of the effort that you put in, uh, whatever your goals are. That is it for today's episode. Thank you for joining me here in the waiting room as I talk about money in the next, in this episode and upcoming episodes. So be sure you tune back in as we continue our conversation with money. In the meantime, I need your help getting this podcast to as many listeners as possible. So please share this with 
a friend or anyone who you think would listen. And I'd love to hear your feedback. What is your experience with money, budgeting, saving, getting out of debt, all of it? Are you have you been successful? Is this a struggle? Please share your experience with me. You can either email me at the waiting room at gmail.com or you can leave me a message on Instagram or uh, a comment on my website. All the links are in the description below. Until next time, take care.